you ever thought about starting your own podcast? You know, like what I got? Well, let me tell you. When I was starting out, I had a lot of questions. Didn't know how to answer them. Didn't know where to start. How do I start a podcast? How do I get off the ground? How do I record my episodes? How do I get them on the major platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts and other places? Well, the answer to all of those is one thing. Anchor FM. Anchor FM is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free. Free 99. You cannot beat that. And what's better, it's ridiculously easy. And now Anchor can match you great sponsors too, so you can get paid for your product like more. Let me tell you, when I started out, I'm not even going to say the names of the places that I was trying to have my podcast hosted at. And it was nice, and I thought I was happy for a while. But when I found out about Anchor, 100% free, limited space, the only way you can beat that is if they pay you. And I guess if you do ads, they kind of do. If you always wanted to start a podcast and making money doing it, go to Anchor FM backslash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using anchor that's anchor.fm backslash start can't wait to hear your product this is the i black man podcast what's up what's up what's up Microphone check, one, two, what is this? Yo, what up? It's me, it's me, it's M-A-P. It's your boy, Miles Amadeus Pro. And of course, yada, yada, same thing I say every time. It's I, Black Man Podcast. Again, I'm your host, Maps. This is episode, want to say 14? We're going to roll 14. Feels real good to say 14. 14, say it again, 14. All right, episode 14. All right, so with that being said, let's get to it. I'm alright. You know, uh, kind of irritated. Of course, I'm always irritated. When I'm not irritated, it's when I'm asleep. Brother Nat. Yeah. Dealing with this, uh, recording this on Hallow's Eve. Halloween. Happy birthday to my nephew, Cannon. My homie, Raymond Caffey. And, um, let's keep going. So, what's new? Well, nothing. Today, I had to work. Everybody dressing up in costumes and shit. Yeah, because irritating to me. I don't know. I'm not a very mature person. I have an extensive comic book and action figure collection. So, and I dress my kids up as superheroes and stuff, as kids and stuff. I had my last, uh, my, my, my baby, second, third oldest. I had her uh, Dark Phoenix onesie. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, um, it just irritates me, all these people dressing up and shit. It's just stupid. But I don't say nothing. I keep it to myself because, you know, not to say I hate to be that guy who says holidays suck, but. I'm that guy that says holidays suck. I get it. You know, and that's the thing, I guess, because of me. I get it. It's the point to break up the monotony. Because without holidays, it's just one long, ever-going loop of life. Which it still is to me, regardless. So, yeah. So I get it. People need that in their life to cut it up. You know, to be happy. And some people just want a reason to be happy and, and, you know, celebrate. That's cool. I don't really give a fuck. Because, you know, here comes nihilist maps. You all are going to die anyway. I don't try to be like that. I really try to be cool. <sighs> so anyway, yeah, my kids went trick-or-treating. It's Saturday. It just passed, and they went today. And I'm like, for what? Nigga, how much free candy do you need? But, you know, I, I don't know. And I'm weird because I never got to go trick-or-treating. When I was little, um, nobody yet. When my mother was little, somebody put, like, a piece of brown glass into an apple. 
that one of my uncles had got, and they were gonna bite it out. And then like they, my their older brother took it from him and got a knife and found out it was glass. So that pretty much fucked it up for me. And being that I I grew up in Detroit in the eighties and nineties, nah, I never went trick or treat. Like literally, people would just bring candy to my house. Like it would be a huge giant bowl of candy on top of the refrigerator, and my mom would give me like two or three pieces a day every day for like so sometime next year the the following year so i went with me i had braces also so yeah it really wasn't no point for eating candy and i just so with me it's like i don't i don't really get it you know i get the whole point and they want oh this and that but really motherfucker you're just going out begging for candy you know but they my girls are just really happy to be dressed up and if it makes them happy you know fuck it who am i i was kind of pissed my uh, second notice, she was all like, Daddy, I could be Black Panther and you could be Killmark. No, 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 no. She was like, no, no, no. I'll be Nakia and you could be Black Panther. Like, I want to be Killmark. And she was like, no, you don't. I'm like, yes, I do. So that was the thing. The last minute, she was like, I don't want to be Black Panther no more. I mean, I don't want to be Nakia. I'm like, all right, so what you want to be, man? You want to be sure? What you trying to do? I want to be a pumpkin. A pumpkin? Yeah. But I can't complain. God bless my mother-in-law. She come through. She's all that stuff. I'm not into it. I'm not about it. She comes through and credit to her all day. Costumes, birthday. She's all on that stuff. So she got on that stuff or whatever. Baby made my day. Uh, before she left, I was like, all right, baby, I'll see you later. Bye. She walking out and then like she comes back and gets her uh, mask. Like, what's that for? Like, you know, she's like, I'm a Wakandan pumpkin. This pleases me. Made me real happy. More happy than she would know. My other, my oldest daughter was a, a Cleopatra. Cleopatra mummy. Or I don't know what it was, but it was just real interesting. She was hyped about it. I'm like, I don't like seeing my girls in makeup and shit. She was happy. It was cool. Had to go to work today. Um, like I said, again, people just dressing up. It's irritating. But I'm in the hospital, so fuck it. thing that got me was doing these floors or whatever. See a white dude, white dude walk past. Dude got a dashiki on over his uh scrubs. So I'm looking at him. I'm just like, hmm. And I'm not trying to say I know these motherfuckers or I could judge a motherfucker from my glance. But I bet you what? Based off gut feeling, I'll be pretty much 50% right 60% of the time. I wanted to bet that shit. But, um. Yeah, so I mean, I'm not trying to say I could, like, he might be woke, but I, I doubt it. I doubt that nigga was woke. Like, I doubt he would ever wear that shit outside of work. You know what I'm saying? Unless he was going to a costume party. So I'm thinking like, hmm. I don't know. I feel kind of, as my wife would say, a certain kind of way about this. Hmm. Well, all right. Fuck it. Let's keep working. Listen to the podcast. Shout out. Listen to Astonishing Legends. Really good podcast. Love it. But yeah, so I'm listening to that. Then I see white dude walk back, and this time he got a black dude with him. I guess both nurses, not doctor, nurses or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And um, black dude got a beanie on, you know, red with the, I guess, African colors, or Jamaican, either or, I couldn't really tell, no, it was red, you know. Oh, red, like green or something. Black. So anyway, they had locks coming out from underneath, but you could tell, oh, dude, black dude, dude bald head. So I'm thinking like, hmm, Nigga just gonna buy get a hat? Well, you know he could. It's not you know. But then seeing him sitting next to the white guy, it's got me thinking like, dude, maybe 
white dude came with this as a hookup? And his homie was like, hey, dude, that, that shit ain't cool. How about you let me take that hat from you? That's, that's, that's the first thing I thought. You know what I'm saying? I found it odd that when I was around the motherfuckers, and I wouldn't check. At first, I was grimming the white boy. Like, I mean, I, I intensified my stare and looked off like there's a fucking camera in the room and shit. Like, camera too? Anyway, so I wasn't grimming him. I'm just looking like, hmm, this shit is odd to me. Okay. So, uh, after a while, I noticed them all, they, they, they wouldn't make eye contact. Not that I want to make eye contact. Like, hey, what's up? That they would avert my gaze on purpose. Like, if we was walking, they would put their head down, look up and down, you know. I was thinking, like, this shit is weird. And I, so I hit up Twin, and I hit text Twin, and I was like, dog, why is it a white dude with dashiki? I think I feel a certain kind of way about this shit. She was like, get a picture. And I was like, all right. So, long story short, I got a picture. It's on the Facebook. It's on the Instagram page. And I think it was on the Facebook page, too. And the Tumblr. Nah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So, you know, I posted that and posted my ideas about that. And, um, you know, oh, man, Mr. Lewis, he responded. And uh, he pretty much said what I thought. I thought I was overreacting because I can't really tell. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like with this, the way shit is now, it's this, this, this fucking Me Too, Snowflake, all this crazy shit. I don't know if I'm just being sensitive or that's just me, like, really being offended. But it's just. I don't know, that shit didn't sit well with me, you know. But, yeah, anyway, that was today. And, uh, trying to get this out the way. Even though wife had amped me up to do three a week, I'm just gonna focus on Mondays and Fridays. Because I have a full-time job. I have husbandry and fatherly duties on the daily. No, and a lot of other shit. And... I don't want to matter. I, I want to do the podcast. I can see me busting my ass and being slightly inconvenienced and other things to do this. I don't have a problem with that. I don't want to be super stressed. I don't have a problem with being stressed with this. I just don't want to be super stressed and having to do some shit like Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I'm going to just focus on Monday and Friday. Once I get that down pat, I can add something in the middle, maybe a video thing. I don't know what it is. I'm going to try to do something. But yeah, that's what that is. <laughs> So, I'm just trying to focus on that and get this stuff going and get these plays up. And, you know, get my reach out here, you know. Just really trying to get plays. That's all I mean. I really I just want people to listen to shit. It's not really, I want to get paid, no. I just want to get plays so people go. But I'm, I'm getting them and it's cool. It's just on some slow motion shit. But I guess it's probably like what Joel Ortiz said. The grind took forever, but it happened fast. You know what I'm saying? But anyway. I was reading this thing online. Oh, shit. Let me see. Can I pull this up? Uh, fuck. All right, here we go. I guess it was, uh, what was that? In the Karen White case. So, apparently, this guy was a rapist slash pedophile. And he had got caught and arrested and put in jail for some shit. So, this is no surgery or nothing from what I'm reading from this article. And they put him in prison, put him in a man prison. They said he identified as a woman. They said, okay, they put him in a woman's prison. And he immediately started assaulting and trying to rape women, which I find to be hilarious. I am sorry. I don't find rape and assault funny on women. No, that's not funny. God help those people. What I find is fucking funny 
is that this bullshit in that situation reached this conclusion. That shit is fucking funny to me. Like I always say, I'm not against. I sound like a fucking uh bone. I'm not against gay people, but I'm against nah. I'm not against nothing. I don't give a fuck. I just look at this shit and just I hear things, see stories and shit about people getting assaulted in these same sex bathrooms and all this shit. And a lot of that shit, I don't know how much is true. Cause half of this shit, the way they got it now, you don't even know if the news is the news. Motherfuckers tell me my name is Maps. I have to doubt that shit. You know, but. It's like no one considered that being a fucking possibility. Sniggers are rapists in the past. Now, also a side note, I looked this shit up on like three sites, you know, trying to see if this shit is real. And the most of this shit I can't tell anymore. But if it's not, I don't want to know looking like Sadamoyor, whatever that coon ass nigga's name is, Sadamoria, whatever his name. But anyway, yeah, I don't want to end up like that looking stupid. But yeah, even with that, I just look at that shit as a logical conclusion. Y'all didn't see that shit coming. You know what I'm saying? And it's just so funny to me. Like, oh, yeah, he's just, he's a woman. So as a dick, though. Well, he's identified as a woman. Getting there, woman. Start chasing bitches around. And shit. <laughs> but I thought that shit was funny, man. You know, and. Oh, yeah, I forgot. So, yeah, I watched WWE Evolution with my daughters. The first uh, all-women pay-per-view. Um, It was pretty good. Amped it up. Supposed to have watched it with my nigga Drax. Just trying to bring our kids together, you know. First, I guess, league event. That's that's our cool. Long live league. Um, but anyway, yeah. It we didn't work out, but it was cool. Watched it with my. Ended up watching the whole, pretty much the whole thing with most of my girls, and finished it up with my wife. It was a really interesting situation. Um, it was funny because my oldest only likes Bailey, and I kept te- teasing a Bailey heel turn, and she was pissed and furious, and I told her she was like hugging people out. Like, you know, and she was like, no, she wasn't. Bailey would never do that. And I was like, Bailey was like, hug off. And she was pissed. So, so we watched a lot of it. And, you know, just, just I'm trying to be a good dad. So we're watching that shit. And I'm like, hey, you know, you can do anything, right? Like, dad, yeah, you tell us every day. You know, I'm just making sure you know. I want you to feel fucking empowered. Are you empowered? You feel like you can, like, choke a nigga out or something? I don't know how it feels to be empowered. Am I motivating you? I'm like, Dad, I don't know. And my oldest is like, she wants to like wrestling. She really does. But it just, fighting and the violence isn't for her. I understand that. Not knocking her fully understand. And she tries, and that's what I really respect. But yeah, I just see, like, there's a, like, for WWE, they should really have, like, an all-women's wrestling show. I would watch that shit with my girls. My girls would probably be able to get more into it. Because the only time I could show them shit like that is NXT. They see a lot more female wrestlers, you know. It's sad that it probably won't be another evolution. And you can just tell how they think about it, how they all things set up. And it was like, it's a pay-per-view that has nothing to do with nothing. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't no lead-up to it. Yeah, it wasn't no lead-up to it. It wasn't nothing. Now, the Becky Lynch, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair match, that was nice. I, I like that shit. But it's like... That match was straight. Ronda Rousey. I just don't like Ronda Rousey. I'm sorry. I just don't like her. You got your ass whooped in UFC. And then now you come in to wrestle. But I don't know. Hell, bro. Same thing happened with Brock wrestling. I'm just not feeling that shit. I don't know. With the whole wrestling thing, I'm jaded. I came up with the attitude there. I quit watching Ronda Rousey's wrestling era when they started having like uh, Chris Benoit and all them being champs. I couldn't fuck with that shit no more. Not to knock them. It's just I looked at them who they was in WCW. It was like, they wasn't running shit like that. 
But I heard I missed out on a lot of good shit. But for me, to have a last man standing match and there's no blood, bullshit. Waste of my fucking time. Hell in a Cell match, no blood. Bullshit. No one goes off of the fucking Hell in a Cell. Bullshit. Um, All this shit. TLC matches. Nobody goes off a ladder. No, it's just, I don't know. I came up with that shit and that shit was the standard for me. But it was just cool watching that shit with my wife. And uh, explaining her stories and, and, and how shit works. And she laughing, looking like, oh, they, oh, they got a lot of old people there. It's a lot of old wrestlers. They, they still wrestle? I'm like, nah, wife, that's Lita. She's like, why? That lady, she looked like a kindergarten teacher. I'm like, yes, yeah, Molly Holly. They all look like somebody's mama who was like, I'm stepping out. I'm taking some me time so my kids can see I used to be somebody. Tell the motherfuckers I got old. Lita didn't even like, but she did like a little moonsault. She didn't really just jump. She used to jump. You know what I'm saying? She used to jump and flip off. Now she's to kick the fuck back like, wee. <laughs> it was funny. But it was good. Like I said, just watching with my wife and telling her stuff and explaining things and us laughing about stuff. And she's saying stuff like, why is the light so dim? Is it empty? They don't really have a lot of, you know, what's going on? And it was just interesting. You know, and I was telling her how the story you got to look at the match and what's the storytelling and how the story being portrayed and all this and that. There's a lot of intricacies to that stuff if you don't just watch it for, oh, it's, you know, it's basically soap opera for men. But she was like, oh, and she was saying with the Becky Lynch, uh, Charlotte Flair match, she was like, yeah, the story was good, but I got bored with it. Okay, that's cool. But yeah, that was fun. Um, You know, watching stuff with my girls, helping them out. My uh, Side note, my second oldest name is real happy. She was a Wakandan pumpkin for Halloween. So that was what's up. Um, yeah, uh, side note, what else we talking about? Oh, yeah, I guess, uh, apparently, Jermaine Dupri is cooning. He, um, forming the Super Bowl after all the other people said no. And he like, yeah, I guess marching and stuff don't work. Motherfucker, how are you going to rebel against the platform when the platform is fucking paying you? That makes no damn sense. That's like you're going to get out there on a the fucking halftime show for the Super Bowl and say some shit where they going to, unless you're going to say some shit where they going to come out there and cut your mic and shit on some Janet Jackson shit, you ain't doing nothing. Motherfucker, you thinking about yourself. Oh, I'm looking out for Atlanta, yeah. What about the niggas who play in Atlanta? All the black men all over America who play. Fuck them, right? As long as Atlanta looks good, right? Come on, man. You got to know better than that. Maybe them niggas are still leaning on him from his taxes and shit when he owed the IRS. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, I was just really disappointed in that. Not too much, because I'm not, nah, I don't know Jermaine Dupree as a person, so I'm not going to judge his character. But just from a little bit, I know that doesn't surprise me that he would do something like that. Nigga is not like to live while he's doing Colt 45 commercials and shit. That shit would make me sick to my stomach. I'm to live quality. <laughs> this is Colt 45. Yeah, that'd be fucked up. But anyway. Yeah. Oh, man. I want y'all to know, again, love y'all. Because I'm right here doing this. Well, I can't say I'm doing this for y'all. That's some some dick shit. I wouldn't do this shit. I'm doing this for y'all. But, you know, I'm showing my dedication. Not like I don't want to do this. I'm just saying I could be playing Red Dead. That's all the fuck I'm saying right now. Shit, I got Spider-Man. But I ain't trying to brag. You know what I'm saying? And even with that shit, nigga, I don't have no time to play nothing. Because either I'm working or I'm doing this. And side note, it was funny. I had a conversation with somebody. I got four daughters. 
And a lot of people wonder why I don't go nowhere and I don't do Man, you know how fucking long it takes to get this family circus up and running? Dog, I got to get up. I got to get my mind correct. Sit for a second. Then I got to start getting ready. Then once I'm getting ready, I can't fully get ready because I got to help get other four other people together. Then with my wife, that's four hair heads she got to do. You know what I'm saying? Then we got to chase them around, get them dressed, change diapers. Oh, my God, I'm telling you, I can't tell you how many times you get the clothes on, shoes on, the socks on, the shoes on, the hat on, the coat on, this and that, blah, blah, get them in the car seat, take a shit. Then you got to do the whole thing in reverse, change them, and yeah, it's just, uh, it takes me about an hour at the best to get out of the house. Two, almost three hours, depending on, especially holidays, three hours to get ready, get out the fucking house, go somewhere and sit for five hours. And um, I was just saying for that to say like, dude, I'm not gonna be leaving my house and getting this whole fucking this this family circus together just for no bullshit. I'm sorry. And you know, like a lot of times we were saying, people ain't come visit us, and I'm not trying to be on some big mama stuff, but I got a big group to run, dog. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. I'm gonna work on that. I need to work on that. I need to be better with that. Um, you know, visiting people and stuff like that. I don't know. I'm just feeling real conscious about that shit. Um, but yeah, let's see. I had some points of talking about. I already said something about the dude with the dashiki dinner. Yeah, sure, I did. Let's see. Try, I'm trying. I'm trying to get some order. You know what I'm saying? I am attempting to get some order. Oh, side note. Um, I know I said. Uh, uh, well, can't say I hooked up. I got in contact. I guess with old girl from Inverted Black Girl Podcast. Check it out, y'all. It's a really cool podcast. It's one of the few favorite ones that I have. And, um, yeah, she's real cool. She was talking about the whole Drake and Pusha T thing, and I gave my little two cents or whatever. But, yeah, um, that, that's what's up. That was cool. Something new that happened. Um, let me see. What else is there reading? I don't got too much else. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think I'm going to have to cut it here, and I'm just going to try. Oh, here's my last thing. I'm going to say this. Then I guess uh, then I shall get up out of here. Or two things. Fuck Golden Tate. Fuck Golden Tate. Fuck, 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 fuck Golden Tate. Y'all niggas talk about y'all miss him. I remember that nigga with the white girl with the Make America Great hat, uh, hat again. I mean, Make America Great hat, uh, again hat. Fuck him. Nigga may have been a good receiver and helped us out a lot, but fuck that nigga. I wish that nigga nothing but the opposite of success. But yeah, here, here's something I want you guys to imagine think about to dwell on you know, let's, you know say this I'm get up out of here and then I'll leave y'all with that promo for Black History Buff the uh, awesome Vanglorious one not Vanglorious awesome awesomely great podcast it is I'm not just saying that because that's my home but I'm gonna leave y'all with this imagine told y'all clear your mind think we're all imagine if Barack Obama went as hard for black people as Trump does for white people, could you imagine that shit? They probably would have killed that motherfucker quick as hell. Could you imagine that shit if he just went with reckless abandon for whatever he thought was for the best for his people? Like, fuck that shit. We're passing that bill. You kiss my ass. Nigga just aggressively went against gerrymandering like the motherfuckers went for building that wall. I'm going to get rid of all gerrymandering. Man, could you imagine how if he just went just recklessly as fuck like that? 
him and Michelle was like uh uh Trump and Ivanka. Michelle just going out here just defending that nigga no matter what the fuck he did. Okay, I lied. I thought I was gonna leave with that, but I'm not. I'm gonna say this, then I'm going to go. I saw a post on my Facebook feed, and it said about, "Do you think Obama did anything for black people?" I said, "No, not really. I don't. Not to my knowledge, unless something was done that I don't know about. And yeah, I'm ignorant of that. But I don't really think he did anything. I really think what he did was, in my opinion, messed up. Only for the fact that he sold people hope, knowing full well." And it's sad, maybe, and, and, and maybe it's, I don't know, maybe it is most of our faults, not me, because I wasn't caught with it, but we have a, we are predisposed, damn near, almost with a messiah complex, like you're waiting for someone to save you, you know what I'm saying? And we always like, oh, and my, my dad, my mama, all the people like, well, I saw my dad so much, he, you know, my mom and everybody was like, oh, is, he, we gonna get on him, he won, they playing change, gonna come and shit. And motherfuckers thought we was about to get a seat at the table. So that was going to happen. I knew what it was. Like I said before, if they don't try to kill that motherfucker in the first year or the first couple months, I'm not impressed. That's what happened. They didn't. You see what it was. But I said, I thought it was fucked up. You saw people hope. And knowing what these people, and they was like, well, everybody like, well, no, he was supposed to be the president for the United States. If that motherfucker would have came out and ran his first term, or right when he went running for the first term and said some shit like that, Half of them niggas wouldn't have voted for his ass. And he know that shit. If he was like, listen, everybody, I don't want you to think I'm just going to be looking out for black people. I'm going to be everyone's president. White people? Niggas would have been like, what? No. He knew everybody was voting. And I'm not saying I know he don't got no power to do shit. But I'm saying, nigga, you knew that shit. That's why you peeped that second time he ran. He distanced himself like a motherfucker from us. He was fucking with everybody. Running that nigga was like, what's good? As soon as he before he got here, what's good? This and that, man. We know what it is. But then, just think about that. I'm going to leave y'all with that. Just imagine. If if during Obama's eight years, he just went as hard as Bush, I mean, as Trump does for black people, as Trump does for racists and white people. Could you imagine that shit, nigga? Can't tell me that shit can't be done because Trump is doing it. It's no no retort for that. Trump is literally doing that shit. So Obama could have done that shit. Probably because Trump has more money and don't really give a fuck. I don't know. But anyway, that's just a thought. Dwell on that. Consider that. I um, I must guess. All right. I know I said before last. This is more of a last thing. I'm gonna be honest with you. Talking to my cousin. JS the other day also from um Kings for Queens check them out please really good guy really good show it's on Facebook and they have an Instagram page but the show was actually on Facebook anyway I was talking to him we was talking about Trump and shit and it was just really interesting to me I was just telling him about how I was on Facebook and I was talking to some well, my former high school teacher about Trump and they were saying how he's trying to get rid of it so um so they can't you know, so if you come over here and your parents aren't from here, but you're born here, they're trying to make it so you can't be a citizen if you're just born here, you know. And he was just saying I was fucked up. But I'm like, I don't like Trump. I don't really agree with him, but I kind of agree with that. He's like, why am I fucked up? I'm like, well, I, I don't know. I just look at it. It's kind of unfair, in my opinion, that you come here, have a baby, then leave right after you have that baby and that baby. And then you can go back to wherever you came from. 
Wait till that baby get 18, 20, 30, whatever. And they can always come back and stay here. I don't know. I don't knock them. You know what I'm saying? Well, I guess I am going to say I'm not. I wouldn't vote for that shit. But if it passed, it passed. Fuck it. But I just look at it like. I don't know. I'm just one of the few people. I'm just thinking I'm all for hell. You know, my people and my help and my know. But dog, just because. You if you think someone's living better in America, that doesn't mean you're entitled to a better life there. Dude, I can't I can't go anywhere as a black man in America. I can't go nowhere in the world and that, that I know of. You know what I'm saying? And it's like that I, I live in Detroit. You know what I'm saying? The Arabs, the Asians, and all the Africans and stuff. And I'm not, you know, they exploiting the system and more power to them. It ain't they fault. They come over here, you get tax-free status for seven years. They get a liquor store, gas station, you buy that, then you do whatever, how your people come over, have them work for you. After your seven years is up, you take the same business, sell it to your cousin, your brother, whoever else. Then it's in their name. Then they have it for seven years, tax-free status. Then when that seven years is up, you sell it to somebody else. That's what they was doing. I'm not sure if they made any laws to stop that, but from far as I know, that's all a lot of people are doing. I'm not trying to say that, oh, they're, they're, they're bad or, oh, oh, no. Nigga, you exploiting the system. I wish I could. I can't. It's not like they're saying, yeah, come to Africa, come to uh, Canada, and you guys could, if that was the case, dude, we'd be gone. So with that being said, I, I don't empathize with that. I'm sorry, I don't. So, you know, and it was just interesting because he was saying, you know, he knew a lot of people who was impacted by that. And I'm just like, I don't. Sorry, I don't have any sympathy because I just look at it like in some situations I understand. But like that one dude, I think he's from Ohio. First off, fuck people from Ohio. Anyway, but um, yeah, he is. I think he was a Mexican dude or whatever. Had voted for Trump and he had lived in America for almost all his whole life. He knew he was an illegal alien. Had a wife, five kids, had a business. And then after Trump got in, they deported him. And I don't know if I, you know, I don't deal in this stuff. I just know from what I see and the conclusions I come to. But I'm like, nigga, he was here for like 20, 30 years. You didn't at least once start the process to try to become a legal citizen. Now, I'm pretty sure they make the process difficult. I'm damn sure they make the process difficult. But I would be like, at least if he was like, nigga, I started it, but then they didn't finish it. All right, cool. I'll give you that. But I look at it like, dude, you've been here for, it's like if you're selling drugs. I've been selling crack out. My, I'm not saying I am. Let's say I'm selling, been selling crack out my house for 20 years. Then the police finally catch me. Dude, what, what the hell is you doing? You had 20 years to come up with an alibi, a backup plan, an exit strategy, anything. And when they catch my eye, I just be like, I wasn't selling crack. We have the evidence. You've been selling crack for 20 years out of this house. Oh, it wasn't me. That would be dumb, wouldn't it? I look at the same thing. Now, I don't know. I done seen some shit. What was that on? Uh, the Daily Show or some shit where this lady was... Uh, Married to her uh, her man. She was from Mexico and they about to deport her. And I'm like, uh, I guess that's messed up. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't know. It doesn't really affect me. You know what I'm saying? I just know from me being from Detroit when I went down south and I lived in down south. I don't know. And I'm not trying to sound racist. That shit was annoying to me. All and not even just the Mexican people I saw. I don't have a problem with Mexican people. It was just mad people who didn't speak English. That was annoying the shit out of me. And I, I used to work at a store. I used to work at Dick's Sporting Goods. And I'd be sitting there working, you know. And they'd come up to me like, hola, como esta, so-and-so. And I just look at them like, I speak English. So-and-so, okay? I just walk off. They'd be like, that's a dick move, Miles. No, it's not. 
Motherfucker, I can't go to China and not know Chinese. I would starve and die. Besides the fact they're massively racist. But yeah, I can't go anywhere and not know the language. The gall of going somewhere and not knowing the language and then still speaking your language is like, I understand, like at least have a translation, have a book, something. And I'm not trying to be mean, but this is like when I was working that like in North Carolina, it was mad motherfucker. I'm sitting there like, hey, what's going on? Uh, hola. And I'm like, dude, come on. I speak English. Espanol? No. Oh, I'm in America. Why? I mean, I understand people should be like bilingual. They were like, well, you should learn um Spanish. Why? I live in America where the primary language is English. I'm from Michigan. I've never had to, I've never had to speak another language. I can see if I left this fucking country, then yeah. I'm not learning another language for what? How's that how does that shit work? So if I go to Mexico and we all go there, they have to start learning English? Or if we start going to any other country, I'm not making it sound like I'm racist against Mexicans. Doesn't make any sense. I'm just saying. But that's just me. I don't know. Just giving you my two cents. Boy Miles, I'm a dead prowler. It's our Black Man Podcast. Be slow to speak, be quick to listen. I'm shooting it over to man. Black history buff. Peace out. Well, what can I say? It's been an interesting week this week. I have completely changed my workflow for my instagram page which is black history buff 777 it's a black history page um dedicated to showing all the amazing heroes and legends that we have from black history right the way across the whole diaspora that's africa south america um america europe great britain and this week's focus has been on russia yep believe it or not russia um i thought the only black russian that I'd known of before, I've, I've, met, I've had in a bar, and that was a drink. Um, but um, this week, I've been reading and studying about a man, an incredible man by the name of Alexandra Pushkin, and his amazing life. This guy lived in 18th century Russia. He was a writer, a revolutionary, and is actually credited as being the father of Russian literature. So I've been studying about him this week, as well as, as I said, changing my workflow. I've been geeking out with the old IT hair, setting up online systems so I can catalog my research. And so hopefully it means that I'll be able to get the post coming a lot more frequently. I'll be able to do more recordings like this a lot more frequently, and I'll be able to provide some great content going forward for the i black man podcast for the talking the hardest podcast and for myself the black history buff 777 podcast and ig page and also there is a i black man ig page a talking the hardest ig page and a black history buff 777 and bhb media um instagram pages if you want to know any more information about me, you can find me on Facebook, you can find me on YouTube, and you can also find me on Patreon at Black History Buff 777. So my post will be coming out in a few days once I've completed my research and I've actually um, 
sorted out my workflow. Once I've got my workflow nice and crisp, all these podcasts and these posts are going to be coming thick and fast. So everybody just hold tight. Thank you all for your patience. And thank you so much to the I Black Man podcast and the Talking the Hardest podcast for actually just giving me an opportunity to show some love to your platforms. Thank you. And I will speak to you all soon. Thanks for listening, and please download and subscribe so Daddy can stop being a Catholic slave.